What's up, Internet? Welcome to Three Dudes, One Pod, a podcast where this week my friends and I try to predict the future. I'm Nintendo Guru Corey. I'm joined by Eggplant Wizard Dr. Tom. And lastly, Super Keithio. <laughs> I like it. I'll take it. It's a good one. <laughs> also, uh, also, I can't. I honestly, I can't tell if I'm happy that I'm not the eggplant wizard, or if I'm jealous that I'm not the eggplant wizard. <laughs> yeah, the eggplant well, that, wizard is That's a callback from uh, early on in the cartoon commentary days. Yeah, mm. what was that? Uh, Captain N. Captain, Captain N. N. Yeah. Man. That's also uh, Tom's uh, dating profile name. <laughs> <laughs> the eggplant wizard. Oh, oh, I thought you meant Captain N. I was like, that's <laughs> that's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah wouldn't it be Doctor Tom, Doctor O? Nope. Yeah. Doctor O is probably not a bad one for a dating profile. If you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to go see Doctor O, ladies? <laughs> Get your fix right up. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ladies, though, uh, Keith wanted to talk about the Taylor Swift Bowl. Taylor Swift Bowl. So, mm-hmm. so the Super Bowl's coming up, right? Um, we're, at, at the time when you're listening to this, it will have already passed. True, but. true. But <laughs> in in our world, in our time traveler days, uh, Super yeah, we Bowl's... don't we don't know that the Chiefs have won yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, did you just curse them though? Uh, who knows? Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> I I don't I don't care who your daughter your daughter cares a lot. Probably that's true. She does. Yeah. So the thing is, I do watch the Super Bowl every year um, with varying success because I do have two small kids. So usually a bunch of interruptions and kids wanting to watch other things and whatever. But usually I get to watch at least a good portion of it. Um, this year, because of Taylor Swift and all of her fandom and her dating Travis Kelsey, um, my daughter is a huge Oh, she's Taylor... dating Travis Kelsey? I can't tell if she's being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Everyone like, knows I was that. Like, I was like, wow, Tom knows a lot about celebrities and this is the one thing he doesn't know? This is strange. No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> So, uh, so my daughter gonna play, 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 play. There you go. <laughs> so my daughter loves Taylor Swift. So now, therefore, by proxy, she loves the Chiefs, and she's into football. Um, <laughs> so it works, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is, you know, it's it's a very common story for how most people get into football because they follow a celebrity that dates a football player, mm. and then and then before <laughs> you know it, they're. They're calling their bookie and betting on NFL games. Um, so she she's watched the last couple games, and or at least, you know, parts of them, uh, if it coincided or if it, it overlapped with bedtime. But um, she's, like, really into it. She really wants the Chiefs to win. My wife, of course, is playing into it. She bought my... Son and my daughter, not Chiefs jerseys, but Chiefs like T-shirts. She got <laughs> she got my daughter a Chiefs like a uh, Chiefs like winter hat that has like built-in like LED lights in it. Um, Jeez. 
Yeah, and my daughter's already on the bandwagon. Oh yeah. Wow. And, and then my daughter's already like, okay, so we're gonna do we're gonna do a charcuterie on Sunday for the football game. Like we're just gonna get you know meats, cheeses. So crackers. did she say that word herself? Yes, because the thing is, is that we have done charcuterie. I can imagine her knowing it because Keith's her father. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, we've done charcuterie a couple times, both at home and then also up at my parents' cottage, where we just like we'll go to trade. Honestly, if you're going to do charcuterie, you go to Trader Joe's because they have like Sunny the packs. Here. Yeah, you go to the, <laughs> you, you go to pack. You get packs of like the pre-sliced like prosciutto and salami. They have a whole like. Uh, I don't even know what you call it, like open cooler full of like different types of cheeses. It's like a Any one-stop croquettes? shop. No, no croquettes, but um, and all the, and all the, uh, lots of different types of crackers, olives, <laughs> um, you know. But uh, anyway, so that's that's the plan. And it's just, I think it's funny because I thought back to, and the reason why I picked this topic is because I'm not like a huge football fan. There were years, I usually do try to watch the Super Bowl, but there are years where I did not watch a single football game. And then I watched the Super Bowl. (laughs) And Mm. when I was a kid, it's kind of like me being a kid again, where like my dad used to watch some football here and there, at least, and then he would watch the Super Bowl. And whenever I was a kid... My dad would, you know, he'd like make wings and stuff. We wouldn't have like a party at home, but he would make like the traditional Super Bowl food. We'd have like some appetizers, some wings. Maybe we'd have like, uh, you know, we'd get like some subs or something or make some some subs and cut them up into like, you know, smaller pieces. And you'd kind of just get like a plate of food that consisted of like appetizers, chips and like sandwiches and things like that. And as a kid, I always thought that was, like, really cool and fun. And now I realize that I'm accidentally (laughs) kind of doing the same thing with my kids just because my daughter (laughs) is now suddenly interested in football because of her, Mm. uh, you know, her interest in Taylor Swift. Yeah, the by proxy. So now Mm. we're going to be doing, like, charcuterie and... You know, snacks and whatnot while watching football for the first Super Bowl that she's going to watch, and I don't know. I thought it was uh, I, I thought it was funny and interesting. Also, made me a little bit nostalgic to like my childhood of like my dad making like buffalo wings and me being like a six year old kid being like, "These are so spicy, I can't eat them." <laughs> and like, you know, so I just wanted to I wanted to bring it up and then see like what you guys it's. Less about the football, more about the event. Like, what was your guys' experiences, um, either more current day, what you're planning to do, and also, like, childhood. Like, did you do anything back then? So, uh, Corey, go ahead. Well, back in the day, uh, having been a football player in the town leagues, I was always affiliated with uh, whatever team... I was on, so the Saints and then eventually the Packers. So when the Packers played, I think it was the Patriots. No, it was definitely the Patriots in the Super Bowl that they ended up winning. 
that was like my first memorable Super Bowl experience because that's when I learned to hate the Patriots. <laughs> uh, you learned to hate them from a young age instead of well, because mm. my 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 friend that I used to hang out with all the time, his fa- his whole family was like Patriots fan because you know we're in Connecticut, we're close to you know New England Patriots. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, we see a lot of Patriots fans here. Um, a little bit less now that Tom Brady's gone. Mm. Uh, but I remember like it, like cementing this like hatred for me of the Patriots as a whole, which has died down a little bit now that, uh, Tom Brady and now Bill Belichick are leaving the organization. Yeah. Cause it's just like, I feel like they were the ones <laughs> I really was against mostly Tom Brady. Mm. And I noticed I, I was kind of less of a Packers fan and more of a Tom Brady hater. So what's the thing is, so <laughs> me, me not being a huge football fan, I understand a lot of people hating the Patriots. What, what is it about Tom Brady? Oh, the rampant cheating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The rampant cheating. I remember in deflating the, the basic zero, uh, penalty that was given to them about it. Mm. It's just like, well, we can't take away championships. So it's just like, well, that's the only thing you guys are fucking playing for, really. <laughs> but is this, So we can just cheat all we want? But is this around... As def- long as you don't get caught before you get the championship? It's just but, like... But so is this is this mainly <laughs> Deflategate, or were there other things as well? There, there was were, other there things, too. Multiple uh, things, yeah. uh, one was they steal something signs? to do with Yes, the play signs. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what team. See, I used to be like super yeah. into Sports Center around this time, uh, but it's been years and years since I've had to think about it. But and and the internet, it's not like something that's really up for debate. Like hmm. they got caught, they were cheating. It's not a matter of opinion. It's just the way it is. But they couldn't you know, take back the Super Bowls from them. Um, So how I feel about Super Bowl today, it's kind of a crapshoot what happens every year. I feel like each year, for at least my relationship with my wife, we've done something completely different from (laughs) staying in, not watching it, uh, to going out to a friend's, watching it, uh... Mainly that the one I remember was going over and seeing the Patriots beat. Or was it the Patriots that beat the Falcons after like the, that big deficit? I think so. It was like the the, the Falcons the, the, were up it was, so it was so much. It was like and then the Patriots 30, came back from nowhere. Was it like thirty eight like to the, zero or something ridiculous? It was it was like a twenty seven or twenty eight point deficit that they were up by. Mm. It was. I know that they said that no team, not even the Super Bowl, no team had ever come back from a deficit yeah. that large at halftime and, here, and won and the game. And here I am in a room full of Patriots fans who I've just been basically shitting in the face of. <laughs> I was. I've never um, been so ready to leave a party <laughs> in my life. You know, <laughs> so... There's a guy I know that's a huge Falcons fan, and 
Apparently for that Super Bowl, he turned his phone off because he was like so happy that the Falcons were at the Super mm. Bowl. He didn't want because like he you know he's got a bunch of friends that are going to text him and shit talk him and whatnot. So I remember at halftime I texted him and I was like, "Hey, congrats, dude!" Like seems like Falcons oh, got God. it in the bag. And the thing is, I was uh-huh. the only person. He got texts from a bunch of people that were just like, "Hey, man, Falcons finally fucking won it, huh?" And but his phone was off, and then. The Patriots came back. Falcons was he not lost. watching the game? No, he was. He turned his phone off, so oh. he he just the wanted phone, yeah. to watch the game with zero distraction of like people texting him, calling him, whatever. So after they lost, he turned his phone back on and got he all got of these wave. text messages of people going, "Hey, congrats, man! Falcons look like they got it in the back." <laughs> and he's <was> just <laughs> like, "Oh no!" <laughs> it was almost like a bunch of sarcastic comments like flooding his phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It was> terrible. <laughs> Yep. That's the thing. That's uh, why you play, like they say, that's why you play the game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can't just, like, call it by the whatever. And that's why I get kind of annoyed with um, them saying, like, the NFL is scripted. Have you heard that? Oh, I've heard that. Mm. Like, just because, like, the most storybook things are kind of playing out before our eyes, people are just like, Oh, it's scripted. This is why the Chiefs always get all these favorable calls. This is why this happens. <laughs> well, it's because like the 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 hard part is that the field is huge and the refs are human, so they make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then people yeah. will take a video, dissect it, zoom it, and everything. And they'll be like, yeah. "Look at the! Re- I can't believe the ref yeah, made like this the use call." Of with technology, this. exactly. It's just like you couldn't mm. even fucking have a chance. Yeah, especially since you're seeing it from like an you know, an eagle eye view compared mm. to someone who's on the field. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, who's also, who's also possibly running around hoping not to get ran yeah. over by someone yeah. who's three times his size. That's true. Like yeah. that, like that guy, uh, that caused the safety in, in the, uh, in the Ravens game that the Ravens stole on. Like he, he ended up tripping up Lamar Jackson in the end zone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because all, he was all of a sudden in the way, and it was just like, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So know. it's just like, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it. We're My prediction on what we're doing, because I don't believe any, well, I'm not privy to what's happening. I've heard my wife and my mother-in-law talk about getting food. I don't know if my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are coming over. I assume that's probably what's happening for the for the big game. Yeah. As as all the stores would call it the big game cuz you can't use Super Bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um are you oddly really? enough we're going to because yeah. what are they going to do to us? Um wait, you literally you're not allowed to say Super Bowl? Like in in commercials and stuff. Like if mm. you're like talking about the Super Bowl and you're not sponsored by the Super Bowl or whatever, you have to call it the big game. Yeah. Are they going to sue you? Like, I have no idea. I'm not part of the legal team here, Keith. They're like, hey, just stop something and I've noticed shop. over the years. Excuse me, stop like, and yeah, shop. If, if, you need, if you need to st- stack up on snacks for the big game, come by the mm-hmm. stop and shop. We got Doritos for, you know, two for $3. Or some other ridiculous deal I hate that to I say it, stock but up on. If I... <laughs> 
If I owned like a grocery store and I was like, shit, they're not letting me say Super Bowl, I'd call it the big game. I would make an obnoxious amount of advertisements for it, but I put the big game with like quotations around it. No, on everything <laughs> so that way it was just like it. oh do you need some snacks for the big game <laughs> yeah so food wise <laughs> what i'm hoping we end up with is some stuffed bread from i think it's sam's club we've been getting it from yeah pretty good oh my god it's so good it's it's one of my favorite things lately. This is like me being fat. It's like cheese pepperoni. They got, <laughs> they got like they got like three or four different kinds, and they're all really good, except for the sausage and pepper one. Oh, um, hmm. I'll still eat it. Don't get me wrong. Just like, the if you put it better. in front of me, I'll eat it. But like the other ones, kick ass compared to it. Mm. Like they got hmm. uh, the the chicken parm, mm. uh, the pepperoni, which has like classic. A heart attack's worth of pepperoni in it. To be honest with you, like it's it's a crazy amount of pepperoni. And then they have um, a meatball one that's also really good. Hmm. So hopefully we're getting that. I'm for the storybook ending, and because I listened to uh, Travis and Jason's podcast, I, I'm rooting for them. Uh, well, for the Chiefs to win. Also because I know. I don't think I know of any Chiefs fans on my Facebook that I have to deal with. Whereas there's a few 49ers fans that are already annoying me. <laughs> hmm. I Interesting. mean, I don't, I don't know. I, if I had, like, regardless of my daughter's uh, bias in the whole situation, I feel like I'd just pick the Chiefs anyway. I just don't. I don't know. I mean, they've been to the they've been to the Super Bowl like what four times out of the last five years or something like that. Some ridiculous stat. Yeah. Mm. They're kind know. of yeah. it, also it kind of moves the needle on getting another dynasty out there to make it seem like the Patriots aren't that hot shit. True. <laughs> like like squashing the Patriots dynasty that they were always talking about because of Tom Brady and Belichick cheating. It's just like... See, that's what makes being a lifelong Giants fan extra special, is beating the Patriots in those two. I love Eli Manning. I fucking love him. Did you see that that rap diss he did to to Tom Brady recently? No! No. I gotta check that out. It was some. It was. It was not a good rap. To be. To be fair, like I don't even know if it rhymed, but mm. it was something along the lines <laughs> of "Tom Brady's the goat." Psych. I beat him twice, or something like that. <laughs> it was like. It was like. It was like the palest rhyme I've ever heard. If you could even call it a rhyme, but I I loved Peyton or yeah Peyton Eli yeah. Manning for that. I love Peyton Manning too. Oh yeah, the Manning them, brothers are great. <laughs> why I don't listen to their podcast, I don't know. I don't think it's actually on a podcatcher. I think it's like one of those visual podcast only uh, yeah. uh, But Tom, what are you what are you thinking about for the Super Bowl? Well, uh, well, actually, I'll start with the past uh, stuff first. Um, so growing up, you know, my family always watched football every Sunday. We'd be at my grandparents' house, and, and the Giants game would be on. We'd be watching the Giants. Uh, and then for Super Bowls, uh, it was usually my Uncle Robbie that, that kind of 
did the food and and like i i would cook for holidays and things like that but rob did super bowl and uh for a number of years he would get like a, a beef tenderloin you know you cut them to make the filet mignon the, oh, yeah. the filets yep. but he would get the whole tenderloin and he'd marinate it and, and garlic and onions and, and salt pepper olive oil some other stuff and he'd let it marinate like overnight and uh you know, he, he'd roast one of those, and his friend Bonnie would make this amazing stuffed bread. Corey, when he was talking about the stuffed bread, it was making me so hungry. And then I remembered Bonnie would make this, uh, it was uh, uh, ham, provolone, and then I think like, uh, well, it was a stuffed bread with ham and provolone, but the outside, she, it was like, she'd do something with garlic on the outside. It just, it had so much flavor. It's so damn good. And he'd have that for an appetizer. He'd, he'd fry up some fresh wings and, and you know, um, he had a deep fryer. Like, he'd go all out and do do all the classic kind of staples for, for uh, Super Bowl. You know, we'd have the sandwiches, we'd have the, the wings, we'd have, uh, you know, uh, f all sorts of fried shit that probably took years off our lives. Uh, and it was great. I always enjoyed that. I always looked forward to the Super Bowl because it was... It was even if I didn't give a shit who was playing in it, I knew it was going to be a great time for the food. And, you know, there's always the commercials to look forward to. So uh, that that was my experience growing up with it. And then uh, right now, I honestly, I had no plans because I've been so busy just, uh, you know, with everything in life right now that, uh, yeah, I, I have not even thought about it. So, yeah. I I got nothing for this Sunday. That's pretty shitty, huh? <laughs> well, that was a depressing note. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was like, yeah, oh my god, my whole life it was it's always been Tom, so great Tom, and then it's Tom like this year, from, yeah, nothing. You went from filet mignon <laughs> to I'm too busy for life. <laughs> uh, uh, pretty well. much. No, I I got to figure something out. I, you know what it is? Tomorrow's Friday. Uh, as soon as I finish work and then I have to take care of some stuff with my grandmother, after that I'm free and I'm going to come up with a plan and I'll, I'll probably, you know what, maybe I'll go out and buy some fillets and I'll, I'll grill those or something. There you go. Yeah. Or some ribeyes. Honestly, Ooh, I know the yeah, fillets, fillets, nice fillets are good, right? Everybody likes a fillet because they're nice and tender. Well, I like doing, when I cook them... I like doing steak au poivre. You know, I like oh, I, I like yeah. pan searing them and making the the brandy pepper cream sauce. You know, yep, um, yep. so that that's how I usually do them. I but but I I did buy a grill like a year ago, and for like six months I completely forgot it was on the back deck. And <laughs> one day I was just like, you know, it'd be nice to have a grilled steak. I went, son of a bitch, I had the grill. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've been grilling a lot more lately. <laughs> Nice. Just because you know I have it, and uh, yeah, it's and I got the wireless uh, thermometer. I bought that thing as a, a gift when I got my PhD. The gift for myself was I bought myself a wireless thermometer, uh, you know, with the Bluetooth thing. So mm -hmm. I put that in, and it every time everything's perfect. You just do what it tells you to do, take it out when you need to, and perfect steak every time. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, Right. Yeah, that's my Super Bowl thing. We're not talking about future so Super Bowl parties, right? No, no. It's more <laughs> more like what we do. What what are we each doing this yeah. weekend? Because I think that there was there was a 
little bit of an effort, uh, I know, on Mike's part to get together. But I, I know. I, felt I couldn't. Bad. I couldn't disappoint my daughter by because my daughter is like actually into it and wants me to like watch it with her and stuff. And I'm like, mm. I can't. <laughs> I can't. So you'll disappoint Mike. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> Instead of my daughter. Sorry, flesh and blood, man. So. I was like, I couldn't, but at the same time, it's, I don't know. It's kind of cool to be around for, like, your your kid being excited yeah. for something. You know, even I, if, I like... I can imagine that's pretty pretty special. The, the funny thing is, though, is that I imagine, honestly, by next year, she's just not going to give a shit about it. So, <laughs> it'll be... It, like, next <laughs> she, year... This no, year, she's going to be rocking out to Taylor Swift's next new big song about their breakup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so... Hmm. Anyway, I think that we're probably uh, probably good with the Super Bowl. So, hmm. Corey, what's next on the docket? Uh, next on the docket is me going inside the house to get more water. Oh, so let's take a little break. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll be back. Yeah. Bye. Bring from Nintendo. More hits like Super Mario Brothers. Arcade hits like Kung Fu. Nintendo has the most video game hits. Hogan's Alley, Duck Hunt, and more like Baseball and Excite Bike. And you can play them only on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. All right, we're back. We're going to go with my topic next. I wanted to know... Your Nintendo predictions for the year of 2024 that we live and breathe right now. So, this isn't going to be so much of what I'm looking forward to, just because I feel like I've talked about that on a separate podcast. I'll let you guys know what it was. Uh, Basically, I did a bingo board that that I'm hoping to fill out. Or that I'm hoping... I don't know, to get a bingo on, I guess. Because, like, I, I kind of arranged it in such a way that if everything lines up perfectly, we can get a pretty good system out mm-hmm. of Nintendo's next-gen system. Which, mm-hmm. if you look online, you got people saying it's coming this year. You got people saying it's not coming until 2025. It's all over the place. Yeah. Um and as at the point when we're recording this on February, I think it's the 8th, we have not received a Nintendo Direct this month, which is expected to happen. So it's possible that we already know a little bit of information by the time you hear this. So I think my prediction overall is that not at this Direct that's coming up, but probably one that happens... I would say in the summer, Nintendo's gonna gonna let us know finally what their next gen system is, hmm. and it's gonna be hopefully portable. Hopefully, have the ability to display uh, 4K resolution. You know, when docked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't expect that as a handheld. It's probably not possible. But I want like the best theoretical. Yeah. Resolution and frame rate for Honestly, handheld. on a handheld, I don't feel like it's worth going above 1080p. Oh, no. Because the screen's so small. People have said, like, above 720 right. is not even... Yeah. You're not going to notice. 
But one thing mm. that people have been mentioning is the idea that they might go with an LCD screen. Okay. Which just doesn't make sense because they released the new Switch, or the updated Switch, with an OLED screen, which was beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And even the Steam Deck came out with a later model that has an OLED screen. So the idea, yeah. if you were to come out with a Switch 2 in 2024, and you're trying to sell it on being a hybrid system once again, and you're coming at us with an LCD screen after you very specifically had a better screen on your last system, hmm. that's just kind of ridiculous. And the only reason I can see them doing it is like a cost-saving measure. It's definitely Where it's just like they're cheaper. spending so much elsewhere... Like on like the other hardware that they need to cheap out on the screen, or so they mm. they can have a special edition later, you know. Mm. I, I I definitely think that so LCD versus OLED. Like, I have an OLED TV in my family room, and if I compare that to the same size TV LCD, there's a very substantial price difference. So I would imagine that yeah. they're, if they're going to release it with an LCD screen, it's probably because they're trying to keep it under a certain price point. Well, not to mention, Nintendo is not familiar with the idea of not making a profit on your system. All the other systems sell at a loss. Mm -hmm. Because they want to get the hardware in the hands of the consumer... So they can make profit yeah, on the you, software. You, yeah, you sell as many yeah. systems as you can because you know then you'll sell even more games. Yeah, right. Nintendo has never done that. Nintendo mm. always makes a profit on their systems. Which is mm. crazy because the Switch is the second highest selling system ever. Exactly. Over what? It was PS2? PS2 was the original champion because of the DVD that was built in. Yeah. That was the greatest so thing ever back in the day. Yeah. yeah. But it's crazy, though, because if did PS2 take a loss on those systems at that point? Because that was a while ago. I don't know Probably if they Probably with the new technology then. that was in there. Yeah. You have to think, like, DVD players back then were expensive. They weren't just, oh, like, whatever. Mm. No, that's true. Actually, a DVD player cost, I think, about the same or more than a PS2 when the PS2 yeah, came out. A lot so of it was people like, yeah. why would PS2's... you buy a PS2? <laughs> Because yeah. it was the same price as buying a DVD player, and you had a PS2. Yep. Yeah. No, I remember I used, that. I used my PS2 even all the way up to, like, uh, in 2012, when I had my first back surgery, while I was recovering, I used my PS2 as my DVD player in my room, <laughs> you know, to just play movies while I was, you know, resting, and it was like, God, I love this thing. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Um Yeah. And one of the other reasons that people are thinking that the new Switch is imminent, I mean, besides the fact that we're in year seven of the system, is if it's you look at the slate of games... It's been that long already? Yeah. yeah. If you look at the shit. slate of games that they have announced for 2024, it seems to be petering out a little bit. Yeah. Like, we have a mm. remake of Paper Mario Thousand Year Door coming out this year. I kind of want to get that. I, 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 I can't wait. Well, I, never, I, I definitely do because I got rid of my GameCube copy. Yeah. So, well, I never, um, I never played the original. So I'm like, well, if you're gonna, do, it's just like oh, Super it's Mario. Great. It's Super Mario RPG. I never played the original. They did a remake. I bought it. It was fantastic. Mm. So now I'm just like, yeah. shit. If if Nintendo remakes anything, I'm probably just gonna buy it. I'm like, 
I'm, I'm being like hey, a, there's plenty of remakes for you to look at, Keith. I know. Because they're also making a remake <laughs> of Mario vs. Donkey Kong, which was a Game Boy Advance puzzle game. Mm. Which actually seems... That was pretty good. Yeah, it seems interesting, to be honest. I saw that, and I actually didn't realize it was a remake. I thought that was just a new yeah, title. That... Well, there's going to be new stuff in it, I believe. Yeah. Like maybe some new stages, but it's it's mostly a remake from what I understand. And the only real or at least Nintendo-published or Nintendo-produced game that they're coming out with this year that they've announced that I know of is the Super... Uh, actually, I don't know what the title is. Princess Peach something, something, something. Oh, yeah, the Princess oh, Peach game. Oh, yeah. Showtime, um, Showtime. Yes, yeah. that's it. Yep. You no, know, that actually seemed pretty interesting, too. Um, yeah. But it's hard to... The thing is, I've seen some videos on it that show some gameplay, but not like a... You know, not like multiple minutes of gameplay back to back. So I'm just like, I can't get a grasp on it how the game seems like. There's feel. a lot of a lot of different, uh, I don't know, different elements. Like I because she has different costumes in the trailer, and yeah. and there's like different mini games or different. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I like to Keith's point. I couldn't make out exactly how the game was played because it was just there was a lot of different cool stuff but mm. i just couldn't pin it down the from the trailer is, I, there's so many different things and they're in the trailer they're trying to show you all the things that it almost mm-hmm. feels slightly disjointed and you know mm. that but it's nintendo so you know that they probably do it in a more fluid way than they're showing it to you mm-hmm. they're just trying to cram it all into a trailer so then it feels like yeah it's just one of those things where you're like Wait, how many mechanics are in this game? Like, what are we doing here? You know, so mm. I, it does seem interesting, and I feel like I might actually get that one too. Yeah, for your, for um, your daughter, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is that like it's like a fifty-fifty shot when I get her a game. Is it her game, or is it a game that she makes <laughs> me play and she just watches yeah. it and tells me what to do? You know. <laughs> hey. Seems like a pretty good racket you got there. Well, like yeah. we got we got her the Mario <laughs> Mario and Rabbids um, Sparks mm, of Hope or whatever from from uh, the sequel. We mm-hmm. we Give got that soft. for her for Christmas, and I, I didn't I didn't finish it. It's a good game. Uh, it's mm. it's it's very like Capcom style um, like combat system, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, what did you just say? Not Capcom. Uh, yeah, XCOM. XCOM. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> so just like Capcom. Yeah, not Capcom. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like the, the fighter game. Like, Capcom so versus like Street Fighter. Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Mega Man. What Capcom game okay. are we talking about? Let's, let's be totally honest. If you had a Mario and Rabbids Capcom style game, I'd totally play that too. I don't but, know what yeah. that means. <laughs> They're just a publisher. Like what? Kind, like a, a side-scrolling? No. You know, yeah, yeah. No. Like a Street sure, Fighter style game. Like yeah. <laughs> just a, yeah. The no, only sorry. game you could think of that Capcom makes. It was apparently. yeah, exactly. It was Marvel vs. Capcom was what I was thinking. Yeah. But yeah, no XCOM where it's like the the battle grid. You have like mm-hmm. your your move speed and Turn all your base. different abilities and yep. and cooldown timers on abilities and it's mm-hmm. very. Very, very cool, but very way too complicated for a six-year-old to play. Yeah, yeah I'd imagine. Yeah. So um, I could like tell her to do stuff, but the thing is, is that like she would, she liked seeing all the stuff happen, and she wasn't getting the reason of why I was telling her to do certain things. So then she would just have me do it. 
Um, mm. And then eventually, the thing is, I would do that, and then I'd feel bad because I'm like, I'm just playing a video game and you're watching. And she's like, No, I want to see it. I want to see it. And then eventually, she'd be like, Yeah, let's do something else. Like, <laughs> so because well, like mm. the problem is with a game like that, it's like you're doing, like you know, 80% of the game is doing these battles and the other 20% is like yeah. the storyline. Oh, yeah. So like she thinks the storyline's cool. A battle here and there is cool. After she sees about 40 battles, she's like, all right, yeah. I got it. It's like, it is what it is. So, um, but yeah, no, I, anyway, I also heard that the, well, it could just be a rumor who knows, but I heard that the new Nintendo switch, that's what I'm calling it. The next, the next gen system supposedly people are saying it'll be handheld and people are saying that it will have the um, graphics and processing power of like a PS4. I've heard that. And I'm, that would be amazing in a handheld system. Yeah. As long as it's actually able to pull it off. Well, like, yeah, there's so many, mm. there's so many instances on the current switch of like, xbox 360 level of games that should be able to run perfectly on the system Mm. that they just for some reason i don't know if it's a system issue or a developer issue they're just not able to figure it the fuck out like they put the arkham the batman arkham games on there recently and the first two games that they put out are well arkham uh, asylum and city from what I understand, are playable, but they're probably running at, like, 25 frames per second or something like that. Hmm. And the third game is, like, a slideshow. It's like a it's like one of those old-school viewfinders Jeez. you had as a kid. Well, it's like a, it's, <laughs> it, was a PS, it was a PS4-era game, hmm. and they tried to port it to the Switch, and it didn't work out for them. Yeah. So, like, hmm. I'm, I'm hoping whatever they do... Like, because Nintendo will figure a way to make their games look great on a system. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, that doesn't transfer to, like, other developers. Like, look at Breath of the mm. Wild and and uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. Mm. Like, I would say those games, visually and performance-wise, from what I've seen, at least, stack up against, like, everything that PS5 has put out. And Tears of the King or Breath of Fire, like, came out seven years ago. God yeah. damn. And I'm like, this game still looks on par with what you're seeing on PS5 for the most part. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, sure, it's graphical style, I guess. But it's also someone who made... It's kind of like the N64 and Mar- Super Mario 64 thing. Where it's like, of course the game plays perfectly on the N64. Because the N64 controller was made to play this game. <laughs> like that's why it's that's why it's the mm. quirky mess that it is mm-hmm. is because <laughs> Nintendo made a controller to play Mario 64 <laughs> and everybody else could just figure it the fuck out <laughs> do you, yeah. and I feel Corey like, I gotta I gotta ask you something do you think when they made the original Mario Party they intentionally made those mini games knowing people would have to go buy new controllers it's possible. I mean, Nintendo yeah. loves to make a profit on their on their controllers. Look how many they released. Look how like <laughs> just look at the sheer number of options yeah. in 
in the Nintendo brand for the N64 for color yeah. on the controllers. And it's the same thing with the with the uh, Joy-Cons, if you, if you think about it. It's just like, sure, Nintendo's doing a lot of refurb on the stick drift that they'll do for you, right? But mm. also there's that inkling of like, well, there's always going to be another color you want anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> even if the controller you're using now is going to get some stick drift, you're probably going to want to move on to the next thing anyway. You know, I had a red one, and I had one of those clear ones that you could see through and see the circuit board and, and all the connections. On the, on the N64? So you yeah. Have watermelon yeah. red? Yep. And, uh, the, and Ryan, my brother, had the green one, and I remember it was the coolest thing ever when I got one that wasn't gray because they came with the standard gray ones, yep. and then I was absolutely pissed after Mario Party because... You do the the mini games where you had to spin yeah, the joystick put it in around your palm and just, of your hand, and then you yep. ruined the palm of your hand and the controller it, at the same time. Yep, exactly. You get blisters on your hand from those freaking mini games, and then you'd see the gray powder from the actual joystick from it being <laughs> beat to death as you were playing the mini games. The gray powder would like you could take yeah. the controller, flip it upside down, and just see the stuff oh, just Tom, fall to the floor. Tom, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed that's to... not the powder. That's that's your skin. No, you're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say dude. you're supposed to you're supposed to snort the gray powder from the joystick because it gives you it gives you extra Mario abilities. Gets you the water. Yeah. <laughs> it helps. It helps the blisters on your palm heal. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to go dig know, it out of the cellar and try it out. It, it's it's really great that all of the twelve year old boys were like, "No, these blisters on my palms are for playing Super <laughs> Mario. It's definitely not for masturbating." Just a lot of vigorous and furious masturbation. <laughs> Either that, or they actually got blisters on their palms from playing Super Mario, but then they were just fucking frustrated all the time. Cause, cause yeah. Could, yeah. <laughs> it oh, hurts. No. <laughs> all right See, so in terms of like actual predictions for if you if you were to say when you thought this the next switch was coming out and what it would be like part of me thinks that for them to truly pull off quote unquote next gen they would mm. have to probably abandon the handheld part of it Oof. And just go back to the two platform system where it's you we're gonna keep mm. the switch as it is because the switch as it is as a handheld is still a beautiful and wonderful system that doesn't need any updating in my opinion yeah if you're if yeah. you're developing a handheld quote unquote handheld game for it, you're golden. but mm. in terms of trying to like potentially have, third-party games released to all three platforms once again like they used to back in the day. They haven't been able to do that since the mm. GameCube era. Mm. And even then, there was a significant like difference in quality between all three systems. So, I would wonder, is that a viable thing? Do you think that they could just release... Nintendo themselves could be like... We're going to get back into the being the, I don't even know, like the serious gamers system like that you want to play Madden and Call of Duty on. 
I'm. Not, I just don't think that's a thing. I that don't will think happen. so. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think that. I think there's a chance that that could be in the purview. I don't think it's a focus for them. Um, so this is the thing: is that. And now, just remind me, not the OLED version, but the original Switch version. What did that debut at? Was it 300 or 350? 300. 300. So, right up front, I'm going to tell you the next Switch, minimum 350, if not 400. I think it's going to be four. Yeah. I think that they they absolutely, especially because Nintendo likes making money on their systems, they're absolutely going to have to increase the price. Uh, because they have mm. to somewhat at least attempt to keep up with the hardware of the other systems. Now, yeah. I really, the this is the other thing, is that I really hope that it is still a handheld system. I oh, like I like the handheld. I like being able to dock it if I want to dock it and play it on a screen, a larger screen. But like the the whole reason why I've been able to play the minimal amount of video games that I have played in the last year or two is because I can just pick it up and play it while like my wife watches TV. If I have to actually go to, if I either have to commandeer the TV for myself or go to a different room in the house to play, I'm probably just not going to play. Like that's essentially what it is at this point. And it's not anything to do with my wife. It's really just my laziness and the effort that I'm willing to put in. Uh, Mm. I'd rather just play a handheld game while relaxing on the couch. Um, But I think this is more of a hope. Um, It's a hope, but I'm going to make it into a prediction that they release two versions of it. They're going to do the one with the LCD. Yeah, they're going to do the version with the LCD screen. And then maybe what they'll do, and that'll be 400, and then maybe what they'll do is they'll do another version with the OLED screen for like 450 or 500. You just want me to lose 50 to $100 then. Yeah, it's just more money. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and honestly, if they do that, I'll probably buy the more expensive one too. But yeah. I, mm. the thing is because they came out with the Switch and then years later they did an OLED version. Now they have two versions it would if they're coming out with another handheld and they've already confirmed that the that it's going to be LCD it just makes sense for them to have like that pro version like the the mm. higher end version as well and then people can just pick what they want to game on do you want the cheaper one you want the fancy one whatever uh i can see them doing that either up front or within the first year coming out with the better screen uh, version mm-hmm. I think that also when they come out with it we're obviously I mean obviously we know we're going to get eventually new Mario games and new Zelda games I would venture yeah. to say that we're not going to get a new Zelda game right away though it's probably going to be oh no a couple of years long, yeah imagine. so I, I could see mm-hmm. them porting <laughs> as, mm-hmm. as like a double pack mm-hmm. Two different double packs. They could do. They could do uh, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, and also Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Yeah. No. Like absolutely. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing is, probably not in that order. But if if Nintendo makes the new or the next gen system, if they make it a hundred percent backwards compatible, 
I understand there's a little bit of a loss there because you're not having people repurchase games, but wouldn't that just drive extra revenue to those? Like the people that were putting off, like, because right now I feel like people are potentially going to put off buying Switch games because they know the next gen system's coming out. So they're like, eh, maybe I won't, maybe I will, like whatever, you know, it's like the, the, the new titles being released are kind of dwindling at this point. And then if the next system comes out and it has, you know, some titles, because when a new system comes out, you don't have like this plethora of new titles that get released immediately with it. You get some titles. You get the launch lineup, which is always a little lacking. Exactly. Yeah. But if they make it backwards compatible, then everybody will be like, oh, you know what? There was these two or three games that I didn't buy for the last system that will work on this newer, nicer screen better hardware and now i'm gonna go buy those games because i could play them on this while i wait for the next title to come out you know six months from now yeah like imagine imagine if buying the new system just makes pokemon scarlet and violet actually perform like like actually (laughs) that would be amazing Mm -hmm. actually um Mm. you know and i will throw out one out one thing out there that i know that 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 definitely won't happen is that uh, it's not going to have Pal World? <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> I think I think that's a hundred percent guarantee. Mm. Unless they somehow buy the company that made Pal World. <laughs> if they did, they would just shut it down, probably. Yeah, that's true. They would burn it to the ground. Mm, yeah, uh, I, I was going to say, you know, as far as my prediction goes, because I, I haven't had as much time as I used to 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 really game or or keep up with gaming and especially with the Nintendo news um I I would imagine that they with the success of the Switch that they would stick with the idea of the you know the the dual uh console so you could handheld use it handheld and then play it on the TV uh I never thought I'd like a handheld until I got the switch and because it's just so seamlessly, you know, seamless to go from the TV to the handheld. And there were times where, yeah, I, I, I could use the handheld and, and, you know, I'm sitting around waiting for like a doctor's appointment or something. And it was great. Uh, and then I come home, lay in bed and I could just play it on my big TV. And, uh, yeah, I ended up really loving the switch. I loved that, uh, about it. Uh, I'd imagine they're going to keep, doing that because it really seems to to be popular and and people really like it so i can't see them going backwards uh you know and having separate uh devices like they used to um at the same time sorry could you see them like and this is just an i mean i'm not a, a hardware engineer but how about this what if it's a a handheld switch but what if the docking system somehow has extra RAM Ooh, could or boost other it. things? Yeah, yeah where you, when you plug it into the docking system, it all of a then sudden you like, could get the 4K on the TV or exactly. something. Exactly. Like, what if that? Yes. What if that has like a secondary video card and twice as much That's RAM or some idea. shit like that? Where it's less like you know, it's like that. The it's like, like the the, ex- uh, the expansions the, for the um, yeah, like the yeah, like the thirty-two bit yeah. pack that you could like plug into the Sega or whatever. Yes. It's like <laughs> yep, you know, same thing. <laughs> yeah. I, the one I want that, to bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> History repeats itself. <laughs> yeah, well, 
that that was going to be my other point. What I'm afraid of is history repeating itself. Remember how we had the Nintendo uh, the the Nintendo Wii, and it was the greatest thing. Everyone loved the Wii, and then the Wii U came out, and I thought it was going to be the next big thing. Yeah, I thought it was going to be this greatest thing, and then I buy it, and it's like, oh, it's just it's like the same system, just slightly upgraded here's, a little. Here's a shitty gamepad mm. for you. Yeah. I I felt like such an asshole for buying the Wii U after hey, we, I, we had, got to we get... had a decent amount of fun on that thing. We did. Yes, I was gonna say I, it was after we we played it. Like as soon as we we what did we do? A few months. We really played it hard. We played the you know Mario games on it, and we then only uh, need four three friends to enjoy the system. <laughs> Yeah. If you try and play it on your own, you want to kill yourself. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but let's yeah. be honest, though. There was lots of games on the original Wii that if you played by yourself, you'd be bored as fuck. Like, Oh, yeah. I, Imagine I, playing mm. Wii Golf just on your own. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the whole It's just like, what are you even doing? Where, where, the, <laughs> where the Wii succeeded was that it was different, it was new, and people were excited about it. Mm. So then they showed it to other people and played it with other people. The Wii U wasn't different enough to have that excitement, but it mm. still required playing the system with other people in order for it to be fun because most of the games were built around needing to have at least two people to have fun. <laughs> and yeah. that was the terrible part about it. That's why it flopped. It didn't flop because mm-hmm. it was a bad system. It flopped because the excitement died down because it wasn't different enough from the original Wii. And then people weren't excited, so they weren't playing it with their friends. And when you played it by yourself, you were sad. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good way to put it. You know, it's funny because I specifically remember playing uh, New Super Mario Bros. U on my own and being like, uh, that was just like the uh, feeling, but like, when we'd play in person, like with each other on the system, it'd be mm. like, "Yeah, this is actually fun." Well, but like because... when I'd be trying to play through it on my own, I'd just be like, oh, "What am I doing?" Well, because the I thing doing? is, when we played it's it in a group, <laughs> one person had like that Wii U pad, right? And you could place. Oh yeah, and they're like you, making you, blocks. Yeah, and you could shit. place blocks yeah. for people to Fucking jump. The, trolling yeah. other people. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Put a block above their head. <laughs> that's true. You could help help or hurt your fellow companions. And that mm-hmm. that made the game a hundred times more fun. And yeah. to to your point, Corey, you play it by yourself. You're not doing that, and then you're just by yourself, and then you're sad. I think mm-hmm. I think you could still like place the blocks by yourself. I think you could, but then what's the point? But, but then what's yeah, the point? It's like yeah, shoot your way through the level or whatever. You'd rather the thing is, yeah. you, it made it so much fun for you to just jump blindly and be like, "I trust you, bro." Put a block under me, like <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but, uh, I, I, I hope they just don't do another Wii U kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 my big fear is that it will be another mm. half step and it won't be right. quality. Yep. Like they'll come out with the Switch U. No one will know what it is. Everyone will think <laughs> it's an add on. And I'll be the only and... one who buys it. No, I, I bought I bought a I bought a Wii U also. You did? I a, oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. You just didn't tell that's, us. That's why <laughs> yeah, well, no, no. it was too embarrassing. You knew because when you were receiving that ass <laughs> open at Mario Kart eight you knew. 
That's because I <laughs> have oh, a game shit. already. Oh shit! That's right. That system did, I had Mario on Kart you motherfuckers. I stunted yeah. on you, motherfucker. I, I you did every you control style. I, I beat your guys' asses with. Even yeah, the it was embarrassing. Uh, we steering wheel. Corey would I just be used. laughing the whole time. <laughs> It's like, you know, like, how am I winning ass. with the Wii steering wheel? Yeah. yeah the steering wheel's terrible. That I've never awful. used this. <laughs> and it's you not like I was home practicing. Asses. I never used it, and I still won. <laughs> but yeah. moving on, I think I think we've pretty much exhausted the Nintendo topic. Mm-hmm. We basically, all of us, we hope it's good. I think we all have a pretty much consensus on what we hope it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I don't know if we're ready to move on to sure. Tom's topic. He wants to talk about, well, this was the other, I guess the, my tie-in to the whole Switch thing is, I hope it has physical media. Yes. Mm. Because if we go digital, it's going to be hard to keep me interested. Yeah. <laughs> At least as a collector. I mean, I do so, have some mm. digital games on it, but I, I, you always want that option. So yes. Here, well, I guess here's a here's a sidebar, and I guess we can lead this into Tom's topic, which was uh, why we still need physical media. Mm-hmm. Um, is if I, for instance, if I didn't have a retro video game collection or physical games. And I was just someone who had like a Steam library. Mm-hmm. That's like I, I'm a completely different person. Like I, I, I yeah. would not consider myself a collector. If I if I were collecting these or, or like buying the same amount of games on Steam, which I understand a lot of people do buy a lot of stuff on Steam because of a lot of sales and shit. Yeah, but that's like me. more stuff than you can play. <laughs> But it's also stuff that's just digital, and it's just like could mm-hmm. just evaporate mm-hmm. and disappear and lose the license to. Like that's insane to me, and the fact that we're kind of marching towards that future is ridiculous. Tom, take it away. Yeah. Uh, so, actually, that that reminds me. I was looking at my Steam library not too long ago, and I can't even remember the name of the game now, but there was a game I had in there that just disappeared, and I found out, yep, it, it's gone. They they decided to pull it, and it's gone forever, and I'm never getting my money back, <laughs> and I have no hard copy that I could just you know put the discs in and reinstall, and Anyhow, no, uh, what really brought this topic up was uh, earlier today I was reading in the news that Crunchyroll, uh, who merged with Funimation not too long ago, well, a couple years back, uh, they were merging with Funimation, and um, there was all this talk about how their streaming services, the libraries were going to get merged, and so they kept telling you, you know, just use one service, not the other, and I was like, all right, all right, so... Long story short, they didn't merge the the frickin' libraries, and for like two or three years now, people have been like just buying stuff digitally on Funimation, but then, you know, signing up for Crunchyroll for the streaming service, and I had shit on Funimation. I, I have a digital library, and I bought stuff like anime movies and stuff like that, and I always thought it was going to be fine, and then I read today... Oh, Crunchyroll's not going to honor the digital library once they merge, so you're losing everything. I was like, "What the 
fuck? And I got really angry. And then it got me scared because it's like I have a lot of stuff on Amazon. Like I, I've uh, Christmas Vacation, for instance, have it on Amazon just so I could play it on any of the, the TVs anywhere because I always like to watch that on Christmas Day. And uh, if, if Amazon, God forbid, ever went under, which I, I doubt it, but if they did, I would lose that as well. I mean, I you'd like, have more of a, a chance bitch. of Amazon just being a bitch about something and removing it. <laughs> yes, that actually that happened uh, with uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." They pulled episodes from that show and Community, the the Dungeons and Dragons episode. They pulled from oh, Community. That's like one of the best ones. Yeah, because in the first thirty seconds, Chang is is uh, he's dressed up he's cosplaying as a dark elf oh, yeah. and so they said he was wearing blackface but i mean it's it's not it well and, and even wow, even it um it doesn't count even, when a chinese guy does it yeah i was gonna say <laughs> uh uh surely i'm trying to remember the name of the actress uh her last name's brown it's yeah. i think it's yvette brown uh even she was they they interviewed her and in, for a news uh, magazine last year, and she's like, I really hope they they bring they allow that episode to be aired again because she's like, it wasn't blackface, it wasn't meant to be racist or racism. It he was cosplaying as his D and D character. Yeah. So yeah. It's... Well, and the thing is, it was he was cosplaying as a dark elf. It's not like his D and D character was a black guy. That, like, right. Because yeah. like that would be a little bit different. It's like no, yeah. he was a fictional race. Like, yep. come on. I mean, he had the silver hair, and he—I mean, he looked like a drow, like from the D and D book. Yeah. He yeah, yeah. Did him up, did himself up like that. It's a really good episode. But uh, yeah, they pulled that, and I was pissed because I haven't seen that episode in years. Because. I bought it on Amazon. I bought the season on Amazon thinking, oh, well, because Netflix pulled the episode. So I was like, oh, I want to watch the D&D episode because I'm a big D&D fan. We played for decades. And it's like, oh, shit, I can't watch that anywhere. The only place you can watch is if you have physical media. DVDs. Exactly. And uh, I actually do have that on DVD. I just have to go dig it out now. But... Um, yeah, so it really got me thinking. Like, my goodness, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to rethink things now and stop digitally purchasing shit, because uh, you know you never know, <laughs> it'll well, just disappear. Well, I don't remember if we talked about this previously or if it was just another podcast that I was listening to, but it was like this whole thing with like Discovery and the PlayStation Network, um having a whole bunch of stuff that is just the license is expiring and if you purchase the yeah. PlayStation Network it's just mm-hmm. going to be gone and they basically I think they renewed the license enough to like kick the can down the road a little bit further mm. but it's still an eventuality yeah. and it's just like that is like mm. that is such a disgusting feeling to because a lot in a lot of cases like a digital product is probably just as expensive as buying it physically so yes. that means like yes sometimes you theoretically more. had a choice to buy the physical and instead you were just yeah. like no i'll go with the digital because no. it's more convenient right now no sometimes mm. more though because i've actually seen video games be on sale at a store and if you look it up digitally it's full price so sometimes it actually costs you yeah. more 
because the like they do digital sales, but they're not always in line with like yeah, what Target I mean, is going to do for discounts. Exactly. You know? Right. Like if Best right, Buy right. has something on sale, the eShop doesn't give a shit. Exactly. You know? Oh, especially with Nintendo, because most Nintendo stuff is just like full price all the time. <laughs> yeah, unless unless it's holiday season. <laughs> True. Yeah. I think that honestly, what needs to happen is and. The, I hate to say it, but they probably have to like legislate this, but like there'd have to be something illegal about pulling digital content from people. Like I imagine in the terms of service that I I checked off that I never read. I'm sure it said <laughs> somewhere in there that this could happen and they are perfectly in their rights to do it. Oh probably. Yeah. But like yeah. this but this is the thing though, is the only way that it the only way that it gets prevented is if Congress like decides to write a bill that says, hey, if you're going to allow digital purchase of media or video games, as long as your platform, your company exists and people purchase those things, they have to be available. So you better make sure it's in your licensing contracts. And mm. that would be the only way to do it because then you could actually hold the companies accountable. Because otherwise, the thing is, it, it, like, everybody's under the assumption that when you buy something digitally, as long as you maintain that console or that membership or whatever, that subscription, that, that you're going to have that forever. Because I have not, like, a crazy amount of movies, but, like, I probably have, I don't know, like, 30 movies that I've bought on Amazon because I've had Amazon Prime for a while, and most of them are kids' movies for my children. But, like, if all of a sudden those started <laughs> disappearing, I'd be pissed, because most of those probably cost me 20 to $30 a pop, because I, I usually yeah. bought them when they were fairly new. And yeah. it's like my kids, you know, like Maya was excited to see it, and I'm just like, well, you know what? Instead of renting it for an ungodly amount of money. I'm just going to pay $5 more and buy it. So that way we can watch it like 50 times, you know? And it's not like we're necessarily watching them all the time now, but at the same time, if they got ripped away from me, I'd be like, Hey, I, I paid, mm. I paid money to have hey, that. Hey, that's mine. Yeah. Like, whereas <laughs> if you bought like the physical copy, income. nobody's like Jeff yeah. Bezos is going to show up at my house and fucking raid my house for my <laughs> movies. <laughs> I mean, if he did, I'd kick him in the dick, so. He deserves it. You know he does. <laughs> there goes our Amazon sponsorship, but sure. Hey, Way to know. go, Keith. <laughs> hey, listen, the guy's trying to steal my movies. What would you do? <laughs> kick him in the dick. Yeah, there you go. That's, see, it's the number one thing that comes into your mind. First line of the fence. Kick Bezos in the dick. Dick kick. Yeah. Yep. Dick kick. <laughs> <laughs> the old dick kick. Yeah. No, but we're definitely heading towards like this horrible mm. future where there's like no preservation of any media. Yeah. Just like think about think about all the people that like are making music right now. Yeah. That don't mm. get it pressed to like a CD or something. It's all on Spotify. Mm. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, what if your Spotify account gets like hacked? Uh, gets gets like taken down for whatever reason, and I was just like, "Oh, it's just gone." I think yeah. about that sometime with um with my uh with my YouTube channel, where it's just like I'm relying really heavily on YouTube just to exist. 
Because <laughs> otherwise, mm. like, because for me, like, no, do I think do I think I should put this on like some physical form of media? Hell no, that'd be stupid. Like, I I know a lot of like other channels that have more of a following have done that, where they'll make like Blu-rays of their show <laughs> and sell it. To We're their gonna fans. put yours on VHS tape. Yeah, we're just like <laughs> for me specifically like one thing I I think would be cool to be able to look back at is like I have a lot of videos on my channel back when we first started like taking care of my goddaughter. Mhm. And there's like a lot of videos on there that are like oh, this is us going to garage sales with her for the first time. It's stuff like that and it's just like if YouTube were just like yeah, this you know, we're just going to do a quick scrape of all of our lower performing channels and that's gone and it's been I, I made those videos like three computers ago and I don't have like some master hard drive with all this shit on it and it's just like alright I guess that's mm. just gone so kind of similar to that um, this it, it definitely related but like you guys probably all have experienced this. Like your your mothers have like baby books or baby pictures of you, like yep. physical physical pictures that they put I into have a book. Some more than reach, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, I, I guess I have some physical pictures of my kids. Like ninety eight percent of the pictures of my kids are digital. Are digital. Yeah. yeah. And they are scattered between my my phone, my wife's phone, a laptop, like. I think we have actually an external hard drive somewhere that has a bunch of stuff on it. Like it's just mm. like, we're at a weird stage where like, we also have too many, right? Because I feel like when we were young, like we were all born in the eighties and our kid, our parents took pictures of us in the eighties and the nineties. And then I don't know, we probably turned to shitheads in the two thousands and nobody cared anymore. Um, <laughs> but, um, that checks out. But the, the thing is, though, is that, like, there's, like, you know, you have, like, a baby book of pictures the first couple of years of life. And you have another book for maybe, like, your childhood. And then there's, like, some pictures of, like, you above the age of 10. Like, <laughs> and then there's, like, the, you get your school picture. There's yeah, like your, the yearly yeah. representation of what you look like that year. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but the and thing, then any other instance of, like, someone trying to use a, a roll of film on you is you holding your hand up blocking the picture <laughs> and he probably got thrown away but but the thing is is that now since all of our phones are also cameras now we have thousands of pictures of our kids from every single year and it's too much and then we have nowhere to put them they're not physical but we also just lose track of wherever whatever device they're saved on uh my wife actually pays for extra storage on google so she backs hmm. up all of her photos to there because she filled up like the free amount of storage. So she pays, I don't know, whatever monthly or annual subscription for the extra storage just wow. because she's like, I, she's like, I'm going to lose all these pictures. And I'm like, well, why don't you go mm. through once in a while and delete some of them? But there's literally just so many at this point that it's like, it's like this mountain task of like, oh God, I have to go in and delete mm -hmm. like an insane amount of pictures. So now we're just locked into paying Google extra money or deleting all of our kids' childhood pictures. <laughs> it's a terrible thing. <laughs> but it's all but it's all because it's like 
it's kind of a similar thing though where we're just we have we have content digital content we're beholden to he's superior digital overlord that if we don't like at any point in time they could also just fuck up and that shit could be gone yeah yeah so yeah it's Mm. it's it's uh it's not great i'll say that and I, I come yeah. at this also from recently divesting most of my retro video games to Corey to sell off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of most of my physical collection of things, but that's because I was just trying to clean. I, I was in the mode mm. of cleaning out all the stuff from my house that I haven't used in a long time. So, mm. you know, um, <laughs> I get it. And there's 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 a definite worry there, but at the same time, I don't know. I'll be pissed well, if it happens. I, I can tell you that based on the stuff you got rid of, you didn't. You, you're not missing much, and <laughs> anything you would want back could be resolved with it. just like would just be like grab the NES Mini, grab the Super Nintendo yeah. Mini, and some Corey's True. garbage can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't have anything that was super rare uh, by any means. Ian, either that or they're on the Nintendo Switch Online. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which, once again, though, like, what if Nintendo's just like, oh, you know what? Yeah, that library, we're just going to archive it for a while. So here's the thing with Nintendo, mm. is Nintendo is, like, the one aspect of this that is, like, a little weird, because Nintendo has always been the type to make you rebuy something. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is nothing new. Like, Im- imagine, how many times it, have they tried to sell you Super Mario Brothers 3? Yeah. Like, yeah, good point. All right, we got it on the NES. We got it on the Super Nintendo in the uh in the all, uh, all Mario Stars. All Stars pack. Yep. Yeah. Uh we got it on the Game Boy Advance as uh Super Mario Advance 4. Uh <laughs> we got it on the Nintendo the Wii. Wii. Yep. As as both a digital download and remaster. And and in the uh, ported Super Mario All-Stars pack, which is literally just the Super yep. Nintendo game on a disc. Did, didn't they slightly remaster uh, the graphics, though? Because I remember Mario looking They did that like... on the Super Nintendo. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. that was from the Super Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, we're up to four. And I'm pretty sure you, if you... I don't remember how it worked between Wii and Wii U. Like, if if you had a collection of games on the Wii if it transferred to Wii U I or not. I think but they were separate. Not, I don't know. I think they were se- then, Yeah, they were separate cuz I I bought Mario RPG on one but couldn't play it on the other. Yeah, and there's also yeah. the 3DS eShop where you could have bought it. Uh so there's mm-hmm. five. And then you get the Switch version which I believe is just available on Nintendo Switch Online, but that's a monthly subscription cost, so there's six. Mm. Uh, and it was also on the NES Mini, I'm pretty sure. So, seven. Damn. So, they're, they're, they're not going to shy away from making you rebuy something. So, like, in a sense... I don't think there's been an issue with Nintendo taking away content. It's just if mm. you bought it on one platform, mm. it doesn't mean shit. Yeah. But when like it comes also to their next platform. But the the shitty mm. thing about that though is that like 
once another like once enough other platforms and systems come out the old ones are basically unsupported so unless it's downloaded on there exactly and ready to like, go it needs to it needs to already be on the system for it to matter yeah because like if, i'm pretty i'm pretty if you sure you bought that, it but you didn't download it you're what the fuck out of luck, i'm, I'm, pretty, I'm sure. pretty sure that online nintendo store for the wii is probably not yep, supported that's anymore. Gone. yeah that's that's been uh, gone 3ds shop went last year or the year hmm. before it might have been the year before because i remember making some ridiculously dumb purchases that i regret so uh, so so let's be honest though is that that is the same deal though where it's basically you bought something digitally on a system and you could still have the system but if it's not current like say you got rid of it to free up space for something else on the hard drive yeah it's gone that's it that's true mm. however since the eShop is gone there'd be nothing for me to free up hard drive space for <laughs> no true because there's nothing <laughs> there's no, no yeah. I would, there's I would no say, in and out anymore I would <laughs> it's say it's what, more, what it is it is no it's more so yeah. the fact that like if you got rid of it to get something else from the eShop back then and then sure. you yeah, put yeah. the system away for two years and then went back to it and were like oh well, I used to have Orcarina of Time not anymore bud <laughs> like yeah you're gonna want mm. to have uh, bought some SD cards and filled them up with yeah well exactly yeah so which then i mean the sd cards are now your physical <laughs> right yep. yeah, it's... yeah. like if that was an option if crunchyroll said hey we're getting rid of the digital library but you well, have you x it. amount of time to download your your purchases yeah. before we close the thing i'd be okay with that because then it would be on me to download it and i could save the file on a portable hard drive or whatever and that's my 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 hard copy but uh yeah no no they're just no fuck the, you guys well... The problem is that that's probably not in the licensing agreement to let mm. for them to let people download stuff. That cause especially yeah. the thing is yeah. with video games, you kind of have to in order to run most video games. You right. can't stream. I know that there's some streaming technology out there now, and it's kind of wishy washy. From what I've heard, depending on what you're doing and what your internet connection is, but for the most part, you need the data to be on your system or on the card or the CD or whatever that's plugged into your system mm -hmm. in order to do it. Like. With yeah. shows and movies, it's all streaming, and that prevents them from ever needing to mm. give you that ability. I would say that the uh, while well, I would never condone it in the gaming space, just hearing that it was actual shows that you purchased but were never given a chance to download because it was a stream kind of thing, mm -hmm. I would say like that's like grounds for piracy. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you purchase not, something, not saying I would condone it necessarily, but I, I feel like that's about as good right. a reason as wink, you can get. wink. No, I would because I mean at that point it's just like <laughs> all right. So if if let's say, I don't even know what kind of movie you would have downloaded, but let's say for simplicity's sake you downloaded Ghost in the Shell, or you, you bought Ghost in the Shell on Funimation. I don't even know if that's mm. put it out. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, there was manga entertainment or whatever. whatever. Black Butler Book of the uh, Black Butler sure. Book of the Atlantic. That was the last thing I purchased. The movie on uh, Funimation. Okay, so <laughs> let's say it was Ghost in the Shell because it sounds better. <laughs> uh, 
and all of a sudden you're just like, oh, we're merging with another company that doesn't want to honor that agreement that we have. Hmm. But if you would like to, I don't even know what's your like recourse to buy it again. Like, is it available on Crunchyroll or not at all? I don't like, know. You I have to have see. to go out and get a physical copy now. It's just like yeah. I would just I would just like save the the digital receipt and be like, yeah, I'm just gonna pirate it. Fuck off. Yeah. No. Oh, you have a problem with me <laughs> downloading it? Well, I bought it. Yeah. This no. is my physical copy of this receipt. <laughs> I think I think that that is absolutely grounds for being allowed to pirate it because you purchased it and out of your control, the company that you purchased it from has removed your ability to watch it. It's like you paid for it already. Why? Like the whole point of anti-piracy laws is to prevent people from watching things for free. You didn't like, even if you pirate it, you've already paid for it previously. You're not hurting anybody at that point. The fact that some company was shitty enough to take it away after you purchased it is not your, like, that's not your problem at that point. And I understand that you could probably legally still get in trouble for it, but in my opinion, oh, yeah. sure. in my opinion, mm. you you should be fine. Granted, S- I don't save receipts for shit, so I would have no way to prove it on my end. So, I, I was just checking, and... Crunchyroll, the website, so I have a Crunchyroll membership, and uh, they now have that movie available to stream, but it's part of the membership. Thing is, I bought that movie from Funimation digitally, Mm. and it's like, I want to own that movie since I paid for that movie, but now the only way I can watch is, is if I continue to pay Crunchyroll a monthly subscription they're holding it hostage yeah motherfuckers well what about what about backdoor backdoor tentacles four do you still have that one let me, that... let me look that up hold on hold on backdoor tentacles four jesus yeah, yeah. i'm just saying it's not as bad as backdoor tentacles eight i guess uh, it's true well yeah it was a, the four was only half an octopus it was uh son of a bitch yeah they don't have it here keith <sighs> now i'm real mad now Jeez. i'm real mad you know, now how is Tom ever going to come again? That one was expensive. <laughs> it was like a two hundred dollar movie. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. Uh, Which is interesting because Backdoor Tentacles Eight was actually way cheaper. <laughs> you know, sequels are never, never better. Keith, you know way too much about this this hentai. You guys introduced well, we did, me to we the did manga do and do a pretty uh, good job of uh, <laughs> versing him on the. Uh, yeah, the ins and outs of all the tentacles. I've Sometimes been, they go both in and out. I've been educated the by the best weebs that I know. <laughs> <laughs> with that said, I think we're we're pretty good to wrap up this episode, right? Yeah, yeah. So, if you would like to help us out and grow the podcast, please leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate that, and. Uh, I guess uh, if you want to leave us a topic suggestion, because, I mean, we're on episode five, and sometimes I'm racking my brain on what to even fucking bring up, <laughs> you can leave us a an email, a comment, concern, suggestion, at threedudesonepod at com, And that is the number three, 
the number one in that, not spelled out. And uh, we'll be seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Slits fights. Goodbye.